You are Locked On Razorbacks, your daily podcast on the Arkansas Razorbacks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And welcome into the Locked On Razorbacks podcast. I am your host, John Neighbors. I am also the host of Out of Bounds. You can catch every weekday afternoon from 1 to 4 on 1037thebuzz and 1037thebuzz.com. Hope everybody had a wonderful weekend. It's amazing that we are just a mere 12 days away from Razorback football, at least at the time of this recording. And uh, a week from this Saturday is when it's all going to go down against Georgia, which it's just, man, feels good. It just feels good. I, I felt like, I don't know if anybody else has these things happen, but I know I've been having it over the past few days, I guess, when I'm realizing that football is upon us. We're going to have a bunch of fun stuff to talk about. Everyone's excited. Everyone's just, you know, ready to, to, to just get it going. But it's like this confidence and this feeling that September hits and fall hits and the weather gets nicer. I don't know. Maybe it's just me. Maybe I'm the crazy one in all of this, but it just feels like, uh, it's getting closer and closer, and we can just feel a lot better about ourselves once we actually get Razorback football. Now, we have been able to watch some football, at least, some college football and some NFL football, which has been great. But Razorback football is when it all goes down, folks. And, uh, of course, as we get closer closer to that point, uh, we'll keep you up to date on any additional news or highlights or anything coming out of practices or any fall camps. Right now, it's kind of been quiet uh, dealing with uh, – you know, COVID, you don't really get as much information as maybe you once did, which is fine. I'm not trying to complain or anything like that. It's just the way it is. It's the way it's, uh, we all got to get used to it. In fact, uh, it's a real bummer. I'm not going to be able to go and cover Razorback football games this year because of COVID. Uh, they're very, uh, they're putting down a clamp on who's allowed in the press box, and they're basically only going to allow one person per outlet. Uh, in the press box, and can you believe it? I, I guess I didn't make the cut. What what a, what a sham! But it's all good. I understand it. I understand that you know things are difficult for everybody, so we just gotta make it worthwhile. But uh, it's gonna be fun once the season comes around. And I know that when we've talked about all the updates and confidence and and who's gonna do what and how good it's going to be, you know, it comes down to some of you have been asking me simply. You know, why do you think this team's going to be better this year under Sam Pittman? And it seems like a basic question because when I get asked that, I'm like, well, I mean, it's, it's just <laughs> let me let me name the things. Let me go through the list of things of why. But then the more I thought about it and dove into it, you know, it's a good question. And it's one that I feel like I should answer and should bear responsibility to answer because I've been one of those people that have felt this way. For a while now. So those of you who ask me, you say, why do you think this team this year with this schedule is going to be better than what we've seen in the previous two years? Why do I think that this team is actually going to win a game in conference play, maybe even two games? What is it about this team that makes you feel that way? And the more I've thought about it, I've tried to kind of separate myself from being just an optimistic fan because I think that I can talk my way and many of you do the same thing talk your way into saying all right well the team's going to do this because I'm a Razorback fan and the Razorbacks you know we've been looking good and we've been hearing good things and and all of that but I, I was one of those people that said Arkansas Razorbacks were going to go five and seven last year they didn't <laughs> and the year before that I said six and six no one would have ever guessed that it would have happened that way, but it did. 
and I bear responsibility for that. I'll answer for it. It's fine. I'm not ashamed of going out on a limb and doing predictions. But this season, though, I don't think Arkansas is going 0-10. They just don't. Like 0-10 is not even a thought that has crossed my mind. And the reason is is because I believe that certain people, certain coaches, can immediately make an impact with the right group of individuals to will themselves into winning a game or two that are borderline toss-ups. And what I mean by that is when Arkansas is going to face some teams this year, like an Ole Miss or a Mississippi State or Missouri, those are kind of the main ones, but there may be some few more thrown in there. But those three especially, when when they're throwing in to those games or going into those games, and essentially the talent level is pretty close to the same across the board. Maybe uh, one team has a better quarterback or one team has a better running back or one team has a better wide receiver, whatever. But just taking it in generalities, it looks like the entire roster and talent level is all the same. And what it comes down to in those situations is when across the board you have that level playing field is coaching. And coaching is something that I know understand that you got to have talent to go along with the coaching. But as we as Razorback fans have seen over the past two seasons, you got to be able to have coaching to take you far and away and above just having good talent. Like Arkansas had talent on the team last year. They had talent on the team before. They had talent on the team before that. But what made them such a piss-poor team was lack of coaching. And I have faith that not only is this coaching staff a very competent coaching staff, but they have the resume to back it up. Like, these aren't a bunch of coaches that failed. These aren't a bunch of coaches that have never been in big boy leagues before. Now, there may be some coaches that have not been experienced at the head coaching level, like Sam Pittman. Or there may be some uh, coaches like Kendall Riles, who has not coached in the SEC before, but still coached in Power 5. You know, there may be a few of those elements. But overall, you have guys that's been able to coach high-level talent before. And if I know Sam Pittman, and I've been listening to these press conferences and hearing what he has to say, He's been able to get these coaches to find the players and talent and move them around and put them together to where they're going to make it work. And they're going to be able to manage this team to where they're going to play hard, but they're also going to play smart. They're actually going to know what they're doing. And I think that that competence is something that Sam Pittman and this staff is going to have an advantage of in some games against some teams. Now, it's not to say that Sam Pittman and this staff is going to outcoach everybody because they're not. Like that, That's just a lot to ask of anybody. But, folks, I'm telling you, there's going to be games where Arkansas plays that it's a toss-up game, and their ability as coaches and their competence level as coaches will put them over the top. Like, think about last year. Arkansas was a piss-poor team. They were trash. But – they only lost to Texas A&M by four. They lost by a mere touchdown to Kentucky. Up until the very end of the fourth quarter, but like Arkansas was in the game at least against Ole Miss in the second week of the season. Like, as bad as the team was last year, 
they were in some games. And that's what's really hard to think about. You know, you think about the the blowout losses to and embarrassing losses to San Jose State and Western Kentucky and Mississippi State and all that, which, you know, that was really the, the big ones. But think about those games that they were in, that they were competitive in with an idiot coaching team. Think about that. So who's to say that now with this competent coaching staff, you can't have somebody like that and can't have a team that in a Texas A&M game when you're down by four or when you're going up against Kentucky or whoever and you're, you're down by a touchdown, you're right in the middle of the game. Or maybe that's the difference in the team itself. Maybe one team is just a four-point better team or a seven-point better team. Why can't Arkansas and Sam Pittman and this staff be the teams that separate themselves, that push them over the edge and that get the dubs? That's why I think. That's what I think about this team. That's why I think they'll be better. They'll win games this year because of coaching alone. And they may lose games because of coaching. But as we know, being better for Arkansas is just winning some games. And I think Arkansas has all they need, all the weapons they need to make that happen. We'll continue on here in the Locked On Razorbacks podcast here in just a second. But first, I got to tell you about Belt Bar and how it is the best tasting protein bar ever. That's not just the company of Built Bar talking. That's me talking. I have an entire cabinet full of this stuff. And the reason is, is because it is so healthy. And for someone who's trying to keep their health in line and their weight in line, which is, can be difficult as the older we get, I like to have something quick and convenient that I can snack on. There's nothing more than I love a big bag of Doritos and a Mountain Dew to snack on. But that's not the right decision. But luckily, Built Bar has a bunch of different flavors for their protein bars that not only taste great, but they're healthy, and it doesn't make me crave those other things as much as I used to. So if you want to be one of those health-conscious people and start really working on yourself, Built Bar is what you need. And the great thing about it is here on the Locked On Razorbacks podcast, we're offering a deal where you get $10 off your next order if you go to BuiltBar.com and use the promo code Locked on. That's right. Builtbar.com slash locked on. You'll get $10 off your next order. And it's the best deal you'll ever get, folks. Start taking advantage of this. All right. This isn't going to be around forever. You're not going to be able to get a deal like this. Start taking it seriously. Start taking your health seriously. And start getting something that tastes good, that's convenient, that's quick, and that works. Again, go to builtbar.com and in the promo code locked on, you'll get $10 off your next order. You know, another thing I thought about uh, with Arkansas and why I feel like this team is going to be improved this year, uh, you know, this may be more of a stretch uh, than the previous argument, because the previous argument I actually believe in. Like, I actually believe that this team will be better, more prepared, better coached, all that fun stuff. But the difference is, and this next argument is that I'm basing it off of other teams and really looking at college football in general. Like, over this past weekend and seeing some of these college football games, holy crap, do some teams look absolutely abysmal. Especially in the Big 12. Now, Texas and Oklahoma, they play just fine. Like, they're, they're the big dogs. But Kansas State losing to Arkansas State. No against, nothing against the howling wolves over there. But it was, a, it was an upset. 
And kudos to them because they played really well. But Kansas State beating Arkansas – or Arkansas State beating Kansas State, you had – Iowa State losing to Louisiana, or the Louisiana Lafayette Raging Cajuns, as they'll always be known to me. But they lose to them at home. Then you have Kansas losing to the Chanticleers of Coastal Carolina. What a joke. Like, that's just terrible. But it makes me laugh because it's less miles than Jeff Long. But anyways, like those three teams lost in the Big 12. And, you know, some people were trying to have really big overreactions to this. Like, oh, my goodness, what in the world? How did this happen? How dare you? I mean, what what could have possibly had this happen? Is it because, oh, it must be because the teams are really getting better in the Sun Belt Conference? And da, da, da. Like, okay, maybe. Maybe it could be those things. But you know what I think? I think that because of this pandemic and because of the – craziness that's gone on with scheduling and with you know the willingness to play and trying to play and being told to play but you can't play and then some people opting out and and all of this nonsense I think it wore on some people I think it infected him a little bit and I think also big time college football teams that are used to having you know a few warm-up games maybe in the beginning uh, especially uh if you're like Kansas, because I know that they would have scheduled, you know, some FCS opponents and whatnot, like knowing all those things, I just think that they weren't prepared and the teams they went up against said, you know what, what do we got to lose? Let's go up there and show them what's up. And it's a bad combination. I don't think that Kansas State's going to be a terrible football team for the rest of the year. I don't think that, you know, uh, no, Kansas probably will be. Iowa State's not going to be. Iowa State's a good team. Matt Campbell's a good coach. But things happen. But it just made me wonder, though, all right, Arkansas plays Georgia, an SEC team, granted, and Arkansas is an SEC team, but stay with me on this. What if, just what if, what if Arkansas was put in a position similar to what Arkansas State was with Kansas State or the Raging Cajuns was with uh, Iowa State? Where you know what? There's no film on these guys. There's some guy, there's some talent on these teams. Maybe in some cases there's new coaches. And what if Arkansas is able to throw Georgia off a little bit because of those facts? What if Arkansas is able to really surprise Georgia because they have a new quarterback in Felipe Franks, which they faced before, but not in this offense? Or that they haven't faced Arkansas. Since Kirby Smart's been coach, he hasn't played against Arkansas before. Like, what if that's a big kicker into it? You know, what what if what if Arkansas goes in with the right attitude and the right mentality and a great game plan? Where they go and say, "Hey, man, we're with house money. What do we got to lose? What what we're going to go in? They got all the pressure on them. What about them?" Like, I started thinking more about them. Like that, considering what college football looked like. I'm not saying that's out of the realm of possibility. Like, you could have a situation where it looks just like that, and Arkansas is going to be the team that ends up surprising people, shocking some people, throwing people for a loop. Like, again, it's not probable, but it's not impossible either. And that's where it's going to be key for Arkansas to go into this game with the right mentality. I have no doubt that Kendall Bryles will have a good game plan. I have no doubt that Barry Odom will have a good game plan. I have no doubt that Sam Pittman 
and everybody's going to have good, solid game plans, and they're going to be prepared, and they're going to do scouting. Like, they're going to do all those things. But the mentality of these two teams entering into that game, to me, is going to be the difference. Arkansas is not good enough to beat Georgia up front. They're not good enough to beat Georgia straight up. That's just a fact. The only way Arkansas wins this game against Georgia is if Arkansas's mentality is up and Georgia mentality is down. If Arkansas is playing with house money and loosey-goosey and, and feeling good and confident that, hey, what do we got to lose? Let's just go out there and do our best. Or with Georgia, with their mentality, saying we got a lot of pressure on us. Uh, you know, this is an Arkansas team we don't know much about. There's a new coach. What do we expect? How do we do this? Maybe. Just maybe. I'm just throwing it out there. It can be hopeful, right? It's all you can be hopeful for, at least in this situation. That's going to be key. Look out to watch that. Mentality will be a huge part of this whole game against Georgia. And Arkansas, if they can take advantage of it, could make things very interesting on September 26th. You are locked on Razorbacks, your daily Arkansas Razorbacks podcast. All right, final segment of the Locked On Razorbacks podcast. Again, there were so many things going on over the weekend, folks, that uh, you know we could have just spent the entire time talking about stuff that was non-Razorback related. But I did want to bring up just some things from the NFL real quick uh, because you know some things dealing with the the league is just <laughs> there's a lot of storylines to it. Like I'm not even going to bring up my New York Jets. What a joke! Like what a pathetic joke! And it's just it just cracks me up because I'm. I knew it was going to happen. I knew it was going to be that way. I just didn't really uh, didn't really expect it to end that quickly. But anyways, I'm not going to talk about the Jets this whole time. Like, I'm not going to do that. It's just It was just one of those funny things that happened. But I will bring up the fact that, you know, in the NFL, uh, there was a lot of uh, questions about, you know, what would things look like once the league got here without fans? How's the sports going, the sports world? What would the ratings look like? And, and all that. And it looks like overall, at least on Sunday, the ratings were pretty good. And because uh, I find that stuff fascinating. I don't know if you do, but uh, I, I find it fascinating to see, you know, what the ratings are looking like compared to last year. But, you know, I, I am just here's here's what I wanted to say. I am so thrilled and happy that people persevered and did not fall victim to the crazy fear porn that's being thrown around of the coronavirus and COVID-19 to say that this can't happen because if it happens, if football is played, the world is coming to an end. Like I'm very happy and thrilled that here in the state of Arkansas, we're having high school sports. Uh, we're having college football here in the state of Arkansas. No, we don't have any NFL teams here, but the NFL is playing even in states that may be a little more uh, apt to close things or to cancel things and whatnot like I'm just very lucky and very fortunate that we live that we all live in a state like that and we live in a country like that that was able to persevere and move forward now obviously some of the Big Ten and the Pac-12 they're now throwing it around and saying oh now we're going to play well of course you are because you were idiots to cancel it in the first place but it's just it's just good to see that you know we're getting I think we're getting to a point to not where we're like saying, all right, screw COVID, it doesn't exist, who cares? Because I don't want to sound insensitive to anybody. But I do think that many people are starting to say, you know what, if we do the right things, this the, we can live our lives again. Like we can do what we're supposed to do. And we can go back to work. We can go to restaurants. We can 
watch football and play sports and go to concerts. And like, there'll be a lot, so many things, so many things that we'll all be able to do if we just do the right things to prepare for it. And I don't think that's out of line. I don't think that anyone would disagree with me. And football is just the latest example where I'm just happy that people found ways to be responsible, found ways to make it work. And so far, so good, knock on wood, but it's been just perfect. And I hope that it continues up. And I just am so glad that we don't have to deal with any of the the, the fear porn from the coronavirus, at least in college football at this point. In Big Ten, you're still a joke, man. Absolute joke. I still laugh really hard to think that you guys just screwed this up so badly. But that's neither here nor there. We're going to have Razorback football in 12 days, folks, and that's all that freaking matters. Let's freaking go. I'm so excited. Anyways, appreciate all of you listening into the Locked on Razorbacks podcast. Be sure to like and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or on Google Play. You can also get after me on Twitter at BuzzJohnNavers for any questions, comments, concerns that you may have. We'll keep it going from there. Same podcast time, same podcast channel tomorrow afternoon. Have a great day, everybody. We'll see you then. Locked on Razorbacks, your daily Arkansas Razorbacks podcast.